0: Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Don't come and complain to me about racism when you don't even respect your fellow Pacific Islander brother and sister. So you ask a whole other race to respect us when we can't even respect each other.
2: band Welcome to Mandate where we never gave fresh perspectives and nothing is off the table. Tonight's guest is from Tamaki Makoto, but originally born in Samoa, uh, lived in Tauranga, also uh, West Okilani as well, so she is a New Zealand actress uh, who's best known for her roles on the Shortland Street also you have Sione's Wedding 1 and 2 uh, you have Unfinished Business, Filthy Rich and also you have um, oh the Power Rangers, Power Rangers uh, best author as, as, as well so she was also a contestant in 2015 on the Dancing with the Stars but even more so recently she's on, she was on the Duck Rockers, she's also a writer and also associate producer on the Duck Rockers as well so, but she's more than just an actress, she's an amazing wahine tour. she's an amazing mother and with an amazing story to share please put your hands together for the lovely to Wila Blakely!
1: Oh, wow, thank you. Man, you have done your research. <laughs> oh, the The only thing you know about that that Google, I don't know how to change it, but um, some reporter sometime um, assumed I was born in Samoa oh. and then she printed it and then it's just, they put it in Wikipedia and then now it gets put out there all the time. And I was actually born in Tauranga. Oh, um, wow but I was made in Samoa. Oh, so that's even
2: better. Oh, hey, I like that, made in the Samoa. <laughs> made in Samoa, hey. You know. Hey, and
0: whoever's uh, looking after Wikipedia, can you- uh, you're fired, you know,
1: you're uh, fired. <laughs> you made me look back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honest mistake. <laughs> oh, no, awesome! But hey, it is it is a privilege and a pleasure to have you tonight at the table of Two Wheeler, and so we've we'll, we'll been we've um, been waiting waiting for this this moment. If we're like, oh, we can't wait for Two Wheeler to come, and so obviously in July we kind of tr- try to get a hold of you, and and we did, and it's just just timing. It's just been perfect timing. We get here tonight, and so just to, to get the ball rolling, uh, obviously some people we think, oh, well, Two Wheeler's been under the radar for a while, but obviously you've been doing Duck, duck Rockers, you haven't been, you've been active. Um, but just uh, if you can tell us uh, from your own words, are there any any new events or new things that in the pipelines for you? Any projects that are coming up that, that mm. maybe you're able to talk about and share with um, with obviously the fans and also the viewers and the, and the listeners? And, and to us, we'd be, we're would interested to, to hear what's what's been happening so, thus far.
1: Oh, thank you. And, and um, of course, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. And I'm glad uh, it only took us six months <laughs> to, to figure it out um, schedule wise. But uh, no, it has been a really busy year year it's been a really interesting year uh, industry wise because um, obviously we had the United States go on strike and what a lot of people probably don't know um, about our industry is we're actually sustained here as local actors because of the international projects that film here and so a lot of the work that I've been doing outside of New Zealand I actually do overseas projects but shoot them here so all of that kind of dissipated during the time of the um, strike and then also been in election year and there was an RNZ, TBNZ merger that fell over at the beginning of the year which sort of affected things like Duck Rock is going again and other local um, programs because um, advertising is down across the board Um, so it's a really tricky time for our industry and for myself I tend to work constantly and this is the very first year that there weren't a lot of projects going Um, so on one hand it was like wow um Usually there's a lot more work than what I have had this year, but at the same time I have never in over a decade, or actually two decades, had the opportunity to have some time to actually work on the projects that I want to work on. So um, when I got the opportunity to do that, that's what I have dedicated this year to. So I am writing something at the moment that I've been working on for actually quite a number of years, but this is the first year I've had to really, really flesh it out. So um, that should be, the deadline I'm on now is January, so.
2: Yeah, almost
1: there, man. And so yeah. I'm, that's why I sound tired. No,
2: I, 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 <laughs> yeah, we know, we know you're you're very busy, no. busy woman. And so, so it's quite interesting. It, it is, I think, because you just shared a little bit of what. You know, obviously, you can't get into the, the details and so forth, but you are you're, you're a very busy woman. Obviously, the Duck Rockers and also the other other ventures uh, that you're, you're doing thus far. But in terms of, uh, if we can run it back to the past uh, mm-hmm. a little bit. In terms of, because obviously you're not just an actress; you also uh, done radio. Uh, C4 I remember you watching you in C4 back, back in the days uh, freestyle so if you can just give some of the, the viewers and also the listeners who are probably oh it's really like, oh so if you can give us a little bit of an insight of prior to the acting and the duck rockers mm. and give us a bit of an insight of, of those those days.
1: Yeah um, well it's 20 years this year since I did freestyle you know so um, that was a really big milestone for me um, because freestyle really changed the course of my life at that point. Um, Of course, I had a little boy, very young, and um, what the time was like then um, for anyone like myself who had a real passion for the arts, because I just had that naturally my entire life, and I knew that's what I wanted to do, but there were literally no, almost no Pacific Islanders doing things back then. So it was really just people like myself and finding other kindred people who, Thought you know what, perhaps it's possible if we all just actually come together, and the goal is to create an industry to create opportunities for our stories to be told, whether that's via music, whether that's via the stage or the screen, because you know artists are you know artists, and and I've always been naturally political, and my mum really wanted me to be a lawyer. Um, and I could see that being a really viable path for me, but I but I had such a passion for art um, that I actually think you can be really political through art. You you can do all those things um, via art. And so I, I chose, I made a decision a long time ago that that is what I wanted to do. Um, it's always been really important to me to represent for Pacific Islanders, um, especially because I come from a time where we had no representation, where, we grew up in a a very much more openly racist time, you know, and things were very, very different. So for us to kind of even, you know, have these kind of goals in mind, we didn't know if they would be possible, you know, because if you're looking at the landscape then, we're just kids, you know, that come from working class families. And of course, you know, being Pacific Islanders, we're put on the bottom rung of the working class, you know, and even still today, so, So, for kids like us to aspire to do something that wasn't represented already, you know, I don't know if people really took us seriously until we actually started making, you know, headway into these spaces. And that's why I guess 20 years on, um, I feel really grateful that what we intended to do, and I say we because it was me and a collective, but we were all individuals on the same, you know, sort of path, um, we have more than achieved. What we set out to do and now all the um younger pacific islanders and that who come into the arts those avenues those platforms they're there you know they're there now and so we're like yeah well what do we do from here what's next and i i feel like that's where i'm at at my this this juncture of my my career wow
0: that's yeah. awesome yeah you must be so proud like because you know if we feel like um the times we're living in now is a little bit racist imagine what it was like back then and and for you guys to be spearheads like leading the way and there's no one really in front of you other than the older ones and you must like look at the journey and be really proud of what you guys have achieved
1: oh thank you um i i i am very proud of of what we've done um where I take the personal pride, I think, in my for myself, is that I was a young teenage mother, mm-hmm. and it was really, really tough, and it was really, really difficult. And, and I think you know what I have learnt through that journey, you know that that's those are the things I'm grateful for. Um, but to to bring your point, um, Charles, I really agree with that. Yes, today we still face issues with racism. To be honest, we're always going to. If you think, you know, we're somehow going to hit this utopia where racism doesn't exist, you know, perhaps we will get there. But if we don't, that can't be your deterrent. That can't be your excuse for why you're not doing... What you want to do, you know, like in our day, you know, my back in my day, you know, our teachers were racist. We we could get called the n word, you know, just just walking down the road, people could drive past you and just yell these things at you, like, you know. So so I do say I do say that today, to date, it has never been an easier time to be brown. Yes, it's hard, but are you gonna let the fact that it's hard? Be a deterrent for why you're not doing anything? Because, you know, I think our generation, the way we looked at it is yes, it was hard for us being the first generation that went to school here. Absolutely. But it wasn't as hard as it was for our parents to come here. And we witnessed this, you know. And so I think having that direct, you know, example of how difficult it was for our parents, and this is what our generations today need to realize. It only gets easier And if you don't recognise The privilege That you have today You're not going to Make the most of it If you keep complaining About oh, I need more privilege Oh my gosh We all do We could all do With more privilege But but that can't ever be The reason why Why you make an excuse For why you can't Do anything Nothing 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 Should stop you From doing what you want to do
2: Wow That's, 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 that's so good <laughs> Sorry
0: oh, I just got a little bit emotional Because I'm thinking About my, my daughter I'm thinking about Um these leaders that you know you speaking as a leader as someone that's gone through these tough times and you know the hope for our, our children is that they would um, sort of uh, capture the message and really run with it because they get to stand on shoulders um, of giants that have you know done the hard yards that push through some of these like hard times and, and not only that, you have to push through like the pressures of society, but not even, you know, being a young mom and and um I I don't know if it's if it's um accurate in terms of, you know, you grew up in a religious home and almost like disowned and that was that would have been tough. And so I really commend you, Tawila and Thank your you. journey. Thank and you. um yeah, I, I wanna yeah. I know people's was gonna say so and will come back. No to no, no,
2: that, no you're absolutely right on Charles. It is you have you have to admit, and it's in all honesty, Tuwila, you you guys and a few others, like you talked about the collective, uh, the pioneers of, as to why a lot of our young people uh, have the space now. You're creating the space, the safe space for us. And as hard as it was for you guys, even during that during that time, our younger generation uh, are privileged to have this space. They can actually walk through these doors now and, and audition and all that kind of stuff, and have all these roles because of what you guys have done. And so. Like Charles was saying, uh, obviously you, you're you're a young mother, and I love what you said because you said. Don't let these things deter deter us from achieving our goals. And nowadays, you, you, you can and, and we're good to get your honest opinion in terms of some of our, our people, not of just not of just our, our young people, but also our adults. There's sometimes that there's a I don't know there's maybe a, a victim mentality. There's something oh I can't do this because of that, and we come up with all these excuses as to why we can't do this because life is bad, all that kind of stuff, or social economic, all that kind of stuff. But I love the fact the grit that you have. I you you read a lot of the articles that the grit that you have even though you had a son at a young age but never you, you never wavered you never wavered you never said oh okay, that's, that's it and you could have just said oh well because I'm a young mom now oh well too bad that dreams just <laughs> put their dream in the back but you said no I'm just going to do it with my son mm. with the obstacles and this is what you're doing this is the, the because you said yes look at the, the opportunities you've you created not only for yourself but also for other people and just amazing it's so amazing we can see it all day. Just, we could just stop right now so we just fucking 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 fucking
1: oh no no thank you thank you so much I, um that that it really means a lot um because i don't i i think when i do a lot of other interviews you know people like you know the the whole kind of you know the drama of how amazing it sounds but the the actuality of it w- was incredibly tough and you know <sighs> There were many times that I thought I cannot actually do this. Thing, things were so hard that I just thought, How am I how am I gonna actually continue? How am I gonna do this? I actually can't. But because I had a little boy that depended on me, you know, there was no other option. You know, that that's why I had to have that drive. Um, and and it's like I, I, I don't know, I think they attribute this saying to Bob Marley, you know, that it's like you don't know how how tough you are until you are required to be, um, and that, that's what I think. You know, life in general. You know, life is hard, and if you if you're out there waiting for life to get better until you can do something, honestly, you, you'll be waiting till the day you die because life is hard. But the thing is, those hard times will will give you something you never had before if you walk through it. You know, I mean, again, like. Um, What also drove me at that time was because we came from a very hardcore generation, you know, that generation that came over, um, you know, our generation, we were beaten, (laughs) you know, like we we are the generation that got proper hidings, proper, you know, and it's like, you know, and, you know, so we were resilient, we were tough, but our parents made us tough and they worked so hard. You know, and we know that we had it easier than them and all we had to do was work as hard as they did, go further. All the generation after us needs to do is work as hard as we did and go further. And keep going, that that's the whole point, is that every generation must continue, and that's what I say, continue paddling the va'a. Because this is what our people have always done. And we are never gonna stop, although now, you know, we're not actually in the canoes. Now we're, you know, in Hollywood and places like that, as we should be because it's the continuation of the journey and and that's all any of us need to do but we can't ever yeah let our hardships those hardships that our communities face we have always faced We have always faced it, but we have not always had the kind of resources, the kind of support, the kind of respect that you can even command as a brown person today. And that's what I really want to tell you, you know, our young generation out there. It's like, yes, yes, there's racist, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, of course, who cares? Who cares? Tell me something that really matters.
2: So cool. <laughs> They're so cool to <laughs> tell her, tell her like it is. Yeah, preach,
0: <laughs> preach
2: Oh my goodness. So,
0: well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking about those tough times and sorry to take you back sure. there, but like what what were some of the um tools or things that really other than the drive of your your son, um was there a community that really supported you or was it just all self like
1: Initially it was all self, um, especially, you know, it's an interesting thing when you are in a position in life where everyone looks down on you. So as a young, brown, teenage woman, you know, you know there's not many lower rungs than that in society, especially in the 90s. You know, it, it was a very big thing then. Um, so it was a very isolating experience. Um, and people don't help you, you know, people don't, because they kind of, you know, just write you off, oh yeah, you're down there now, talking about, you know, everybody, lots of people, um, and then I found a group of sisters, and I feel emotional, (laughs) and that was it, um, I can't believe you know when I came to come on this Oscar said to me you know all I see is like all our friends go on it and they're crying <laughs> <laughs> and I was like "This, I'm not going to cry oh. I was like um, because they were the first the reason I get emotional is because a lot of people um, didn't support me in what I wanted to do a lot of people turned their back on me um, at a time that I really could have done with support I had a child I was young you know, um, and so when I met this group of girlfriends, they believed in me, they loved me, oh yes, there's some tissues, Mm -hmm. Um, and they are still my strongest support today and they are still my best friends today, you know, Um, so I really feel feel they were sent to me, I'm very blessed, um, because it was at a time where far out, I don't know if I could have gone on much further alone, Mm. So awesome. wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you
1: for. Sorry, that's not our intention for all your friends to come <laughs> on and have a can.
0: <laughs> sorry. 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 sorry, we still sorry. want you to come on. You're know we not gonna make you cry. Sorry, Tamila, like we didn't. <laughs> we be did there. <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, and thank you for showing that vulnerability too, because um, just what our people need to see, like. Just Mm -hmm. our authentic selves, and totally. And if they see, um, you know, our celebs Mm -hmm. as normal as us, humanizing Mm -hmm. that they got emotion too. Like, you guys are human as well. And sometimes we we put all our celebs, our leaders on this pedestal, like, oh man, they've got it so easy. Look at that life that they've created, but they don't know the struggle that you guys had to go through just to get to the position that you are. So yeah, again. Well, we're gonna just spend the whole podcast just honoring you and oh, thank, no, you. No, thank
1: you. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much. But but you know, gentlemen, that that's why um, you know, what they say, it's not the destination, it's the journey. You know, I would not be the woman today had I not been through the journey that I've been through. And I know what every step took. I went through every step. And you know, I think a lot of people do tend to look at me now and they think, I've always been like this. But you know, like I said, you know, when I was a seventeen-year-old, you know, s- single mom from West Auckland, nobody even looked at me. Nobody even took me seriously. And then today, though, oh look, she's so this, she's so privileged. You know, it's like no, I. What I know for sure, what no one will ever be able to take away from me, is that I have worked for everything I have. I have earned everything that I have, and sacrificed and suffered, and it has not been hard. But at the same time, it has also been amazing. It is, you know, and. It, it has just taught me so much about life, um, about people and, um, forgiveness and love and unconditional love, um, because I think when you go through the things, well, look, you can go two ways, everyone has the opportunity to do this, you know, th- you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond, you know, and I think because I came from a religious background, because my mum was so tough on me, bless her, bless my mum, um, Yes, she was hard on me. Yes, you know, all the thing happened when I when I initially had my son, but it was also because she was that woman to me that I was the woman that could cope with that.
2: Yeah, that's powerful. Wow, it's, I love it because it, the resilience, all these hardships and these experiences, builds the resilience. And I love what you said. You know, it, it's the hard work. The hard work. You can You can't escape hard work. You know, and I think a lot of people in the, in the generation and then probably generations before can see, oh, it's kind of easy. I can, I can be famous as well. I can just do this and just rock up and just audition and just do whatever I need to do. But they don't realize the hard work. And people don't see the obviously people see that the end product. Oh, yeah, well, she's on TV, it must be easy. But it's it's the hard work. And so, in terms of nowadays, some of our, our younger generation, in terms of resilience. What, what do you think is the difference? Because I know there's, there's other factors that kind of play a role in terms of why people uh, can't do this and that or say they can't do this and that and have all these excuses and some atrocious events and experiences and trauma that people have, have experienced. But in terms of resilience, what do you see? How do you see the resilience in this day and age in terms of our, our young people? Even some of our adults, what what is the... What is your view what, is, what, is, mm-hmm. what are your what are your thoughts in terms of resilience in, the, in this day and age
1: this is a very good question that i actually do ask myself that that actually my girlfriends and i sit around and we look at our children <laughs> <laughs> far out. um because as i you know alluded to before um we learned because we got hidings you know like brutal hidings and so we're like this. Oh, how do you teach our kids those things without giving them? <laughs> <laughs> Would well, you get
2: the foot two by four? And
1: the, I mean, the you subtle. know, I mean, these their generation was brutal. Yeah, you know, like there's just no, even conveying it unless you beat your kids up and go, that's how I was being up, an yeah. And they'll be like, oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, but, but I mean, okay, no, we, we do not want to be doing this. Sorry. Brad, can
0: you like just edit that part and say, let's give okay. our kids a hand.
1: <laughs> but, but I do, but I do believe in discipline. Mm. I do. I do. I do believe in hard work. And this is why... um Because I think the only way to teach discipline is to be disciplined. That's how you learn discipline. And if you're not disciplining your children, I truly don't know how you, they learn that discipline, you know, and hard work. I just cannot, oh my gosh. You know, my mum raised us like we were servants. You know, in our generation, if you get asked to do something, it's too late, you will get a hiding (laughs) because did you not just see what needed to be done? You should use your (laughs) initiative.
0: now now we're like, if you do the chores, I'll give you $5.
1: Right, so you know, so you learn, you learn. And our mum, you know, we literally had to clean the house like to such a degree, That we had to do the skirting boards we had to wash the walls the ceiling my brothers had to go out and wash the outside of the house you know it's like she drove us and that's where i get my drive from so if you've got kids out there what i would say sorry but make them work hard Mm. you know whether it's just tidying the house but i mean really make them tidy the house (laughs) (laughs) you know like not just it's like because that will be such a great as you know it just advantage to give them because i promise you it's you know even like the rock says you know be the hardest worker in the room how are you going to learn to work hard if you've never been able to made to work hard mm. you know and, and that's why i say okay we're not going to beat our children up anymore we have moved on but that doesn't mean we can't discipline them that doesn't mean we can't be strict on them you know it's it, it'll be the it'll benefit them so much as adults yeah. even so, as as young people
0: yeah and i think i don't know i look at um, our generation versus um, our younger generation because a lot of us for uh, the way we were raised for us it's it was a bit of trauma oh, and of so it's like I am never gonna be like that to my kids so for some parents oh, I can't judge everyone Healthy. else I can't speak for everyone Healthy. else but it's like we um we sort of shelter them of it's course. like we've done everything for them and so they can enjoy life but the outcome of that is like or the flip side is that man they haven't built any resilience it's like they're a bit privileged in some of <laughs> what they get to get but man I'm gonna go home <laughs> no more pocket money for you you're gonna get what I got yeah just With close the curtains close the curtains so we're So we
1: I totally understand that because absolutely yeah, yeah. Traumatized. We, we are traumatised. We from, are traumatised from, you know, being beaten and all those things and not having, you know, parents that we could talk to. So, yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We, we have changed with our children. But it's important, you know, that we don't go too far the other way. And that's what I, I think it is, is finding the balance, you know, um, because at the end of the day, the, the best way we can love our children is to um, give them the tools to look after themselves if we're not here. You know, because how how long are we gonna be here to look after them? We, we we're not gonna we are not going we can not guarantee that. You know, we, we have to be we have to know that our children would be okay without us and the only way to do that is to teach them how to be independent, how to be hardworking and, and you know, and disciplined for themselves. Yes, it's it's a gift it's a gift yes. mm. good
2: mm. in, in terms of uh, even go back to obviously with men obviously you had, you had a son mm. you're a young boy you know, now he's a, you know, he's a man now in terms of because the whole premise around mandate is just kind of to encourage inspire men to be better mm. to, uh, to be purpose driven and, and walk worthy of whatever calling they have in terms of you as, as a solo mom raising up a, a, a young bo- a, a boy or mm. boy and so how was it for you in terms of kind of in terms of kind of finding or navigating in terms of how do I raise up this, this boy in this day and age and where are the role models, who are the people that can, can, this, this boy can, can glean from and learn from to be a, not only just a good citizen but also a good person.
1: Absolutely. So
2: what, what did, how, did you, how did you manage that and juggle all that as, as, as a mom?
1: Yes, well I, I tell you what, um, and all single, mothers, all single mothers will understand this and, and hear me, um, it's very difficult to raise a male without a male. Um, I'm, I'm very, very much, um, of the idea, and this is just me, myself, if, you know, if you're out there and you disagree, that's all right. Um, I believe it takes a man to teach a man how to, a a boy how to be a man. I, I can't teach my son how to be a man because I'm not a man. I can nurture him as a mother, that's my role, but with single mothers, we have to take on all the roles, and that's where it gets really difficult, because not only do we have to do the nurturing, because that, that... Is what a mother's role is is to be the nurturer, and yes, I am very traditional. And it is the male's responsibility to provide so that the mother can nurture the child until a point where you know, okay, the child's uh, you know old enough and independent enough, and you know things can change at that point. But I really do believe in that because I believe that um, you know the nurturing of the child is the mother's job, the provision for the family is the male's job. We need strong men to lead our families. That's our tradition as well as Pacific Islanders, as Polynesians. Um, Oh, even my dad's Palangi, even in, in, you know, Palangi families, you know, um, and I I don't want to say that as, as as like, oh, you know, that, that puts women, you know, down and, and makes men, you know, more. No, just, we need to fulfill the roles that, that are naturally conducive to raising a a successful child. That, that's all it is. We, we, we are equal, but we are different. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was always very, very aware of the fact that my son had a mum doing all the roles and that's not... The best example you know because um i i wanted him to grow up to be a strong man he is a good man and so i have to look at well my dad was there and so he had this amazing role model with my dad and now him and his dad also have a very wonderful loving strong relationship and that's why i always always no matter what left the door open and this is what i want to say to single mothers out there as well. Um, Never, 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 no matter what. And I don't care what it is, truly. Unless it's criminal, unless the father is abusive, you cannot keep a father from the child, children. You just cannot. It doesn't do you any favours. It certainly doesn't do your child any favours. And so for me, um, I always left that door open. He's only ever going to have one father. I never wanted anyone else to be that role for him because he had a father. You come and be the father to the son.
0: Wow. Mm. Was that tough to um, sort of, I guess, to move forward with if of course. you're leaving that door open? And I I don't know the, the history, but, you know, some you might have like fallen apart and might hate on each other. But mm. like um, there's a lot of good co-parenting out there where they've had to reconcile because of the benefit of the child.
1: Of course, yeah. see, the thing is, you have to get over yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because, and what, what I know that a lot of women, and I, and I understand, I mean, I never did, but, you know, I'm, I'm different. <laughs> 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 um, you have to separate what your relationship is from what their relationship is. Okay, they might have cheated on you. They might have treated you terribly. They might, whatever, whatever, that's fine. But if they love their child and they want to be there for their, your child, then they have the right to, and you as a parent should actually encourage that. You should actually encourage that, and deal with what you have to deal with. You know, whether you deal with it with him privately, or even just on your own. Because um, that's the other thing too, I, I feel like we, we convince ourselves we're so weak, when actually we can, actually, we can handle anything we're given. Like that's the rule. As long as you just stand up, you rise to the occasion, rise to the challenge. We don't plan how our lives are gonna go. But if your life happens this way, well just handle it. Just handle it. And and you know, it's not until you you do better that that, you know, you can be better.
0: Hmm. Same <laughs> so many good. gems. And I love uh, how you talked about because you know, what you've shared already, um, it's not a – it's not normal now <laughs> like it is, it, people get cancelled for saying what you say. like you know in terms of um the nurturing and like different roles but it doesn't make you any less of a woman you're still the strong one knowing that like um for your son he, um he needs this nurturing but then he also needs this model of like who to turn to when um and you know he goes through his adolescence and changes as a man, and um, not has to have a model in terms of how to lead. And
1: absolutely, yeah. and even you know just being a male, mm. you know, um, it's like this. You know, it's not too dissimilar when you're a woman with a son. Um, and then it's like, you know, the same way, you know how men and women argue really differently. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm trying to like talk to my son and I'm just being a woman. You know, and he's like, oh Mom, and I'm going, see, guys are so different. Whereas a male understands that and they they can go and talk when the time's right and you know, a few words and just do that guy thing, you know, and, and that's that's it's just how it is. And and same with with, you know, um, females and their daughters you know we you know i don't have a daughter but i got you know friends with daughters and i've got nieces and you know we can talk to each other in a different way that that a daughter or a niece is going to talk to her dad or her uncle or even her brothers you know um so so yeah i i i do really firmly believe in those roles but that's just me
2: yeah yeah that's good that's good there's there's some really good insights um to like obviously there's it's kind of like a pandemic now in terms of absent fathers fathers who are not there uh, because of um, whatever reason as to why they're not there, but also just fathers who are, who are there but, but still not present, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I totally agree. You know, there, there needs to be a, a man or a good role model, a positive role model as a, as a man, someone who's strong and so forth, who, you know, good, some good values. But in terms of the climate today, mm. in this day and age, what are your views? And you're probably seeing, because oh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're still single? No, forever.
1: forever.
2: Forever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, but yeah, but it'd be interesting to get your, your, your insights in terms of the men right now. What are you, what are you seeing in terms of men? Are men, men? Is there like a man's man or men that kind of, I don't know, is there more uh, emasculate? Mm. Or are they kind of – what 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 are you you gauging right now in terms of our men? And also Polynesian men, Pacifica men. Mm.
1: Oh. (laughs) I'm going to treat very carefully. Uh, Be Um, brutally honest. Be brutally honest. You know, um, Mm. I think it's difficult for men right now. Mm. I really do. Um, I think we've always needed um, equality, equality. you know, and in certain areas, especially, you know, pay because the majority of women in the workforce now. Um, oh man, if I was had the choice I wouldn't work at all. Just <laughs> just saying. Um but um it's difficult because there's always been a lot of pressure on men in society. You know, this is what we have to look at. Um and I and I even think, you know, historically, um whether we're in some and, you know, it's the men that are you know, I was talking about before paddling the wa'a, you know, but we're talking from Southeast Asia across the whole of Polynesia. <laughs> you know, that this is what men had to do at that point. Um, then you look at men, <coughs> excuse me, before the feminist movement and women went into the workforce, you know, it has always been on men's shoulders to provide um, and lead. And also in things like times of war, get sent off and die in war. I mean, I, I, I have always recognised that there is a lot, on men in our society and I know we live in a time where it's like this oh men are privileged especially white men all of that yes but with great privilege comes great responsibility and that's what the, is on the other side of the coin it's like yes 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 are men privileged in society sure um, especially white men because I mean, because they've been running things in the west um, but again they have also had the responsibility and in order for men to do both they need to be strong which is why the model of you know, masculinity up until now has been the alpha male, um, which I would say is kind of dissipating mm. in this in this you know time. Um, I can't really be a judge on on that, or, or, on what that is or, or why that is, but I am recognising it. And then and you recognise it too because when you go back to Samoa, I was just there last month, and you know, and far out, the boys still walk around like you know, there's just just natural sort of masculinity because they have so much responsibility, you know. My family, we have our homestead in the plantation and the boys that work the plantation, you know, they're working all day, like they're carrying things on their back. You see it when they walk. That's a strong man. They're, they're doing, you know, the, the back-breaking work. They're, they're providing for their families. Um, in every way that they can. And, you know, we are a very traditional people in that sense that, you know, our men are the leaders, but that was because we lived on islands and they have to, you know, when we come from indigenous cultures, that there are very real reasons why this is the, the makeup of our structures. Um, but again, I don't think there's anything wrong with men being powerful being strong being masculine um, as long as it's not toxic and, yeah. and I think and I think that's as long as men understand what that is um, please continue to be strong please continue to be leaders please continue to be the head of the family and to look after and nurture your wife and to look after your children and provide for everybody and, and be the protector and then you know on the on the other way you know a woman's places to you know support her man be a soft place to fall the same way for the children uh, I just think this is what makes a healthy society and our people have always been like this and actually still are so it gets different when we're here in the West and, and other places um, but I don't think there's anything wrong with us as Pacific Islanders sticking to the structures that work for us and and if you're a Pacific Island out there that you've evolved to a point where this is all just old-fashioned and you don't want a bar of it awesome. You don't have to to be like this either but I, I do believe in strong men i think strong men um are important very important
2: oh wow man good answer I didn't get away <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my answer. Number one. but Number in terms one. of to because obviously i'm assuming you're quite concerned it could be you highly concerned in terms of our men. You, obviously, you've, you've seen some stuff. It's more so our our younger men or our younger boys. Mm. Is it quite concerning for you to kind of see that? Hey, this we could very well be going on the verge of, you know, no longer having strong men in the household. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Are you mm. seeing that? Are you obviously you, you're probably concerned as, as to what, like, men? Obviously, for your son as well. Like, you know, it could, it could very well turn to.
1: I think we're we're in a time of transition. Um, you know, and look, society evolves at all points, at all times, and it's always going to. Um, and so, and, and like with evolution, like when anything, you know, whether you look at it from a biological point of view or a scientific point of view, um, when anything evolves because of the conditions, um, by law of existence, something will happen to balance that out to ensure the continuation of whatever the living thing that is evolving, whether it be culture, whether it be humanity, whatever. So what is happening is because we're seeing, you know, not not all, but, you know, a bit of a percentage of men maybe not being as, you know, strong or masculine, women are evolving the other way. Women are becoming strong. Women are becoming very, what one would say, you know, taking on masculine traits. Like, like I think a lot of people think that of me, but mine never happened by choice. Mine happened by necessity. And I have always been very aware that, yeah, I live a really masculine life and in, in, in a lot of ways. Like, um, yeah, being a provider, all those things, being, you know, the buck stops here. I am the, you know, I am the head of my household. I always have been. Um, so this is happening, you know, and is this a good thing, a bad thing? I don't know. If, if that makes the women out there who are doing this happy, awesome, then that's great. And as I said, we've always needed more equality and, and I think the way society is going, um, you know, this is also a good thing. But again, it's, it's evolution and you make it work for you. But I, I will say this, if we see the traditional masculine man go, we will see a new kind of woman, and she will be the alpha. And then it'll be, oh yeah, women just have the babies, and the men stay home and look after them, and the woman goes to work. I mean, this yeah. you know, this could yeah. be what what yeah. we end up with. Yeah. In, and good. and hey, if it's still working, and, and and then that's great. And maybe men need a break. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I need a break. Nah. <laughs> never, never. Oh my gosh, it's interesting. It's that's interesting. Good.
0: Yeah, it's a good talanoa. I think it's um, one we usually don't have in the Pacific community. And I think my, my biggest critique of, like, um, what's been, uh, you know, the rhetoric out there in terms of um, men leading and then, you know, the, the feminist movement, like, a oh, woman, you can be all you can be and um, you can be the provider. That's great. Like, but it sort of um, devalues our Pasifika woman who who we know as as a community that um they're the backbone of our family they're the ones that yeah we may lead but whatever they say you know, if, you know and you know that that term faletua like um you've got the main house in samoa you got the house at the, house at the back they have all the the meet the men have the meaning but it's the women that are making the decisions <laughs> they're the ones who sit, you know the men sit at the back and they're hearing Tina. and so like we we in the society today we don't really um lift that up or value that because we almost demonize them like oh you shouldn't be at home like but you know every family's different every situation totally. different. whatever works for your family. Um, everyone is valued. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Well, my auntie always had a good saying. Excuse me. She said, the man is the head of the household, but the woman is the neck. (laughs) She turns the head, right? Because, you know, head is useless without the neck and that's exactly what it is because that's the thing, you know. I mean, and and I was raised a woman as well, you know, and proper, you know, like my family is like <laughs> proper elders, you know, um, and so I guess I have been raised with these values, you know, um, because men also, you know, they they seek counsel from their wives, you know, and and men do men do you find comfort in your wives nurturing your partner you know it's it's a beautiful symbiosis it's a beautiful partnership and like i said if that if those traditional sort of roles don't work for you and you don't want to yeah, adhere to them amazing but if you do if you do then again don't be ashamed of like of, of keeping it traditional that's all right mm. too well you know different strokes for different folks and I think, sorry, I think that's what the issue is today, is we don't respect people's autonomy just yeah, to be yeah. who they want to be, how they want to be. You know, on one hand, we're saying that about certain groups, like, oh, you got to let them be. No, that goes for everybody. Yeah. That goes for everyone, you know. And, and, and so I was just like, uh, for it's me, okay. yeah, as long as it works for you, it works for you.
2: Yeah, that's I like awesome. that. I like that. Yeah. And it is. I think it's, this, should be, this should be a place where – we agree to disagree. Um, 100%. 100% oh and and still goodness. be friends. You know, in, in this day and age, people think, oh, this is my opinion. They shared their opinion. And if you your opinion is different from theirs, so oh, you to cancel. how oh, oh. dare you? You're, you're, you're the problem now. And so I think it's important for us to agree to disagree and still be friends. Oh, my goodness. And still, like, it's still be civil so towards each other. But, but in this day and age, if you disagree, oh, man, you get cut out the knees.
1: Truly. Uh This is another very, very big concern of mine. And uh, again, I'm just, you know, observation. But it really, it, it really um, surprises me today what um, people have as deal breakers. Like, oh, you vote for blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, can you please come <laughs> un- <laughs> me? Um, and, uh, it's like, what? what? Do we have the, the same friends? Do we have the same yeah. friends? <laughs> it's like, really, that is your freaking deal breaker? Like, well... If they vote for this political party, you know that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. You know, I, I talk about my Mormon family a lot of them. The majority of my family live in the states, and I, I just find you know observing their political you know situation with interest. I got a lot of family. Oh my gosh, can to get? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, I'll say it like this: I got a lot of family that are Republicans hundred percent, hundred percent, you know, and then, and then people are like, you know, they'll say, oh, that makes you racist. What? No, it just means you vote for Republicans. That, that's all it means. We've got to stop adding what we think this means. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if you vote, you know, so we, we have it here with the new government and Labor. It's like, who cares? The last time we had a vote, the Labor Party got in. This time we had a vote, these guys got in. At some point, someone's not going to be happy. You know, but again, just get on with it. You know, I don't know why we make this mean so much. If you don't like it, then vote next time.
2: Mm.
1: You know, it's it's just I don't know. I just I don't and know. Why, do something about do it. Do something about it. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, we're not living in a time where no matter who is in government, we can't do what we yeah. want to do. What is like, what is really limiting you, the government or yourself?
0: Yeah, no, that's good.
1: You know, it's like what you want it to believe, what you you, you know, what you want to believe that that means when, when really you just get up, the sun rises. Mm. At the end of the day, the sun sets. Doesn't matter who the government is.
0: Yeah, I think we're given our people's given the um, the government too much power. Word. You know, and so we need to take that power back because we're <laughs> we stand on shoulders of of giants that have fought for. Um, some of the privileges we're living now. And so um, it's so refreshing to hear what you're saying because that's what our people need. Is like,
1: man, who cares? Let's get on with it. Truly. Let's make a difference. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can always, always make a difference. You know, and I mean, I, I mean, I'm like, just pick up a history book. You know, if you if you go and look at, you know, the time of apartheid in South Africa and Nelson Mandela and even look at the, the journey of him and his wife at the time and what they went through, it's like, guys, is that what is happening right now? No. So we need to always remember, you know, like I said, like, no matter who the government is, we're still getting up tomorrow and going to work. We're still getting up and doing what we're going to do. Kids are going to go to school. You know, it, it's just, we've got to stop making it mean so much. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things that you can be not happy about and that that you can protest against those policies and things like that, but you've still got to live.
2: Yeah, so absolutely right.
1: Mm. See, told you. <laughs> what did you vote for him for? <laughs> nah.
2: He's, the whistle, he's the whistle, man <laughs> But nah you are right, you're absolutely right. Um to be like that. I think we just yeah, we, we get we get so hung up on just the real minute things, raw trivial stuff. Mm. And then we, we kinda of blow it out a proportion and then all of a sudden, oh I don't like this person, I don't like this person, can't I can't associate with this person, I can't hang out with this person. And when you look at it the, the scope of things, like my gosh, it's so trivial. What are, what, are, what, really? what are we doing? And then we end up Causing more, more of a, a division and, and more, more havoc for for ourselves and for people around us. And so, in terms of our men, like in terms of standing up and, and being strong, but also just being able to say, "Hey, you know, it's all good. You know, you can agree to this. I can disagree, and, and so forth. But we're still mates, and we can still get along with each other." And why is it? So, why is it? And, and yeah, because especially in the industry you're in, in terms of you, you might have some some disagreements and all that kind of stuff with with certain individuals. But for the most part, I can guarantee you guys still get together and go, hey, we disagree, but we will disagree, and then we'll just get, get on with it.
1: Totally. You know, I think it's actually indicative of a, a level of privilege that if your biggest issue with someone is who they voted for, wow, what a great time you're living in then. You know, like, like we, we are. That, that's the other thing too. It's like, we are so privileged. We basically have a generation of leisure. You know, we have never had to not work so hard than we do now. We are the leisure generation. And if you're not looking around and realizing that, it's like, hello, everyone. <laughs> it's like, you're on your phones half the time. You know, like, this is indicative of a generation who is privileged. This is all privilege. And we are not looking at how privileged we are. We're the most privileged we have ever been. Mm. So true, oh,
0: man. I'll just I just had these thoughts in my head. You need to be running your own show. Like. <laughs> Straight talk of baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to <a> Tewila, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I, I still find that amazing because you went into an industry that were probably um, male dominated and um, not, you know, you're a triple minority young woman, bus fika. <laughs> and you're, you know, you're from the west side, and
1: you would have had it tough, but you fought through it. Had to. I'll share. You, I'll share one story, because Oscar said, oh, don't go too deep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this is purely for an example. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So when I first started out, I was actually in those spaces quite often, the only Pacifica female, and again, I was young and a single mum. But it was like this. You know, these are the days where people still openly called us freshies. Like even in those television spaces, you know. And I remember um, one night on Freestyle and I'd invited some of the Pacific Island Warriors to come on the show. And then we were doing our debrief the following week, you know. This is just in TV and that. And and someone goes, they were just a bunch of freshies, you know. And that cut me so deeply because it took me back to school and all the trauma of the race. But also the disrespect, Yeah. the disrespect, you know, when these people are so much more talented and are doing so much more and actually earn more than you. And I don't even know what you're talking about, I'm Not sure. But, you know, if if you if say, if you go and react to something like that, then you're never going to continue, you know, that what you are there to do. And that's to open the door. That's to... Make a platform exist that doesn't exist, and if you are going to let some ignorance like that, ignorant comments like that, and attitudes, because they really believe this. That's the other thing too. They say it because that's how they think. But you can't get affected by that kind of ignorance, you know. And and so I remember I was so mad. It made me so mad. And you know, dealt with it in in a you know in the professional way that you should. Even though the Psalm warned me, <laughs> yeah, the rage, the rage, the rage, the rage. You know, I'm still a homegirl. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. even now I have to work on it. <laughs> so, but, but you know what I'm saying. But that's and that's why I say because yes, things are hard, especially when you're going into spaces that that you know people like us have not been in before. And it's never not going to be hard. It's never not going to be hard to go further. But you just can't get tripped up by these trivial things when you you can handle it.
0: You can hear oh man, uh, I find that because it's so tough, eh? Like, because I've grown up in a time like, you know, where you walk into a space and you get treated different and get all bloody oh, freshy and you get judged by your clothes, but I find it really hard to react in a positive way. It's like, you know, because we we got great uh, people before us that'll be like, no, you fight for who you are. You belong there. And then sometimes our message comes across wrong because of the way we've reacted. And then um, the reaction's always like, oh, you see, typical islanders always um, complaining, but uh, it's encouraging what you're sharing. Like, we got to re- react in a different way because, t- man, there are people that are, we've got a generation behind us, but I find that really, really tough. It is. It is tough. It is
1: tough. Um, You know, but I, I, you know, because I grew up a long time ago, um, I remember reading something that Sammy Davis Jr. talked about when he was the only black member of, you know, the the Rat Pack, you know, with, you know, Frank Sinatra. I mean, I know I'm going back to the olden days for all the people out there like, wow, this is going back. But, you know, I I just pick up these sort of things that influenced me, uh, you know, Mm. along my, my journey. Um... I mean, this isn't the time where it was still segregation in the United States. You know, and a lot of the time they were performing and he had to go through the side door. But do you think that stopped him from getting on that stage and performing? And Because if he had of, if he had gone, I'm not going to go through the side door if I can't, you know, then that wouldn't have happened at a time that that needed to happen. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I just think, yeah, it's always going to be hard. Whatever you want to do is always going to be hard. So, you know, just, just don't let that ever deter you. Yeah. Nothing, nothing worth having comes easy.
2: Like you said like you, how you said before, prior uh, obviously we can, we can react, but it's just how we respond totally and so and, and they are they're probably looking they're probably looking to trip you up and say, oh, okay, if you whatever snarky remark, whatever they might say or they're probably waiting for you to, to react and, oh, but when you don't give them the luxury of of reacting that way and you act, you, act, uh, you respond in a totally different way like oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh wow and it sits them sets them uh, back like oh wow well, well, okay I wasn't expecting that and so you you're right we have to be smarter we have to be um, um I guess a few steps ahead of ahead of the game
1: well you know what it is too it's like this if people generalize about a culture then be the one that shows them how wrong they are mm-hmm. you know what if you've yeah. got the opportunity to be that person to it's a moment of teaching you know teach
2: yeah. Is that good. Nice. Is a good. No, man, no. I'm empowered, you're man. Just, you're just convicting me now. Yeah, you're convicting <laughs> you, uh, you should have said man. that last week. No. Everyone have <laughs> sworn that <laughs> <it in. No>. and
1: <laughs> but don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I have definitely, um, you know, reacted like that. But more so, probably, in the personal aspects of my life, I find it really difficult to not react to when I get like online hate. Yeah. But as, I tell you what, most especially from. My own people. Oh, yeah, man. because i tell you why. Because I was always raised, but again in a different time, where we were such a minority, we looked at each other like we're all one. Mm-hmm. you know. And we didn't have the luxury of putting each other down. And again, that to me is indicative of how privileged this generation has become. If you are so privileged right now that you can look at another Samoan, another Pacific Islander and put them down, well you are really lucky because in our day things were so bad to all of us nobody had a moment to put each other down Mm. you know because we're just trying to all make it um i think it's the most ridiculous thing on earth look we don't all have to be friends we don't have to all like each other or even we don't even have to like what each other does but we have no excuse ever to ever disrespect any one of us not from us not from us Mm. You can leave that to other people you know it's another thing too don't come and complain to me about racism when you don't even respect your fellow pacific islander brother and sister so you ask a whole other race to respect us when we can't even respect each other are you out of your mind that's why i i'm like all we do is weaken our position you know, you know what? White people are really, really good at, and why they have ruled the West and why they came and colonized all of us because they are really good at sticking together. Mm. You know, you see, I tell you this: you see a white person arguing. It doesn't matter if uh, what the argument is about, if they're in the wrong or not. Another white person sees them; they're right up there. Hey, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, like they have their backs. They don't have to know anything about each other to have their backs. What's wrong with us? Why are we not doing that when we are such a minority? The easiest thing we can do is love each other, and we're not doing that.
2: Mm. Yeah, why, why is that the case? Because we can be so divisive against it's our ridiculous. own kind. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right in terms of the minority. We're a minority, and yet we would still stab each other in the back. Truly. And put each other down. Yeah, put each other down, and you go, oh, yeah. And, and this, the sad thing, saddest thing about it, uh, too, is like, oh, man, awesome, man, I love you. Uh, the, in terms of yeah, face to face. But when, once they got, oh, well, <laughs> And all that, all that stuff, and just—I don't get that. I really don't get that, two I don't—I mm. really, don't understand that in terms of why we do that to each other. Truly, and it, it's so, um, so divisive, and it's just—it uh, really just kills the growth in terms of uh, our, our people, and in terms of—I don't know—maybe the system. Obviously, the system has, has something to do with to do with it as well. But uh, just for us to kind of kill each other and just kind of tear each other down—that's just—that's just. That's just Terrible. Terrible. Uh, and and uh, the hope is that uh, the words that you're saying is that people would listen yeah. and say, hey, man, maybe, they, yeah, and there is there's a lot we of truth in what you're saying. Together. We
0: need, yeah, yeah, I, we need I love what, together. I, I've loved what you said. Yeah. So I don't think I've heard it before. Like, man, we're so, you know, but during that time that you, you only had each other because there was so much hate, so much pressure on you. There was no time to be putting each other down. But now, but now, if someone, prominent, a prominent figure, does something wrong, so quick to be like, man, totally. look at this person. And it's coming from our own people. And that's what many of our other guests have said. Like, totally. When I remember um, the also Justin Taffer, his first fight in the UFC, he lost. But in his, his DMs, it was all the islanders. you go, oh. Yeah, it made us look ugly. What a disgrace! And and yet, the, when he's winning, they're the first ones to be cheering him on.
1: Totally, totally. So sad. I just think, as a rule, we should just never yeah. put each other down. I think that should just be like as Pacific Islanders. We, you know, that's why we. You know, that's why we had terms like Uso and tuanane, and toko, and all of that. Yeah, you say that. Well, be it. Yeah. Be it. Like, because it, it, it has meaning. And I tell you, there is so much strength and unity. And there are so few of us, if we were united, we would be so much more powerful than what we are currently.
2: Mm. Preach it, preach it um, to yeah. I'm. I feel like running for a war now. <laughs> 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 for, for a straw, for a straw. But, <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but... Uh, you don't, you don't mind if we wrote it back up to you, because it's would be nice that kind of obviously you said, um, obviously, up uh, singlehood, you said mm. that, yeah, yeah, you're, you're the head of the family, mm. uh, and it's sad, but, but obviously by default, yes, you know, and yes. so you, you've had to be the, 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 the father and and the mother in terms of singlehood. I don't know, I hope we don't mind us kind of delving into it. In terms of singlehood, mm. is there, is there, because I know, probably in. I don't know Over a decade now Or just over a decade 20 Oh wow 22
1: years and so, oh, I've been single since my son was 10 Wow And he's going to be 32 in March Hmm Wow. Yeah,
2: it's a long time. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just, we I, I mean, could have Thanks for bringing that up, Pete. No, she's living her best life, man. But, 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 but yeah, I, got, I got a point to this, but because is there, Ooh. I don't know, maybe in the cards, mm. in the future, whatever, Ooh. and I love what you're saying about the men and all that and being a traditionist. Uh, is there, and you said the buck stops here with you, is there, I don't know, in the future, is there someone or is mm. there already in the picture mm. right now that? Mm, I think he's studying that man. Sorry, don't be surprised. It's just I No, like, I,
1: I do think of this. I do think of this. Um, because you know, I don't think I went out of my way to be single. I uh, certainly for a time, um, it was. A conscious decision, um, because I was just focused on my son and my career, and that's all I really had time for. But I, but I do believe it is natural for us as human beings, truly, 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 to, to be with. You know, we 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 want companionship. Um, we are. I, I really do believe that's our natural state. Um, I also believe, uh, and and this is just me in general. Obviously, what I've had to learn. I had to do it single for now for now. Um if and I've always thought this if it's meant for me 100% it will be. 100% I I have no doubt. I'm going, wow, I didn't think it would take this long. <laughs> but but at the same time, I know that that can only be for my higher good, for my highest good. I I really do believe that I believe anything that is happening for me. Is for my highest good, and I believe if somebody was meant to be with me on this journey, say these past twenty-two years that I've been officially single, they would have been there. Obviously, that wasn't how it was supposed to be. Um, And again, if he's out there, I'm sure he'll just we'll just find each other.
0: Yeah, he's gonna look out like this.
1: Oh wow! You know, or not, or not, but you're content. I'm content. I'm content. And I truly believe that that um, is what everybody should truly strive for. Because success is relative, We've everybody's got their own definition or version of what success is or looks like. But I promise you this, the truest success in life is contentment. It's not how your life looks. It's how your life feels. And I promise you this, I mean, I've worked hard for what I have, but I get into bed every night, and I'm very happy, because I know, I know how blessed I am, I know it, without a doubt, and I wake up every morning, and I go, oh yeah, wake up this morning, got another day, you know, it's, you know, I. but I do, I'm very, very aware of how blessed I am, even though I sleep alone. <laughs>
0: see before someone's over you gotta share the bed there's another the other person snoring and
1: i agree their legs
0: and oh no sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry And yeah. P sleeps on the couch most of the time, so it's, it's, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> this, is my, this is my, my, healthy couch <laughs> here but Not by choice, <laughs> nah.
2: but. you, you, you know what's gonna happen now? To we have obviously been, you know, I can guarantee you now. <laughs> Many are watching this, and the, the viewers hey,
0: DM us, guys, we're gonna get some You know what's gonna happen? No, we'll do the uh, Psalm One Batch the Nah, we won't do that. No. Well, no. you been I've, asked?
1: They did talk to me about it one time. They did Um, At that time It certainly wasn't What I would have done At that time Um, And I don't know If I ever would But if they did I would have a proviso And it would be You better get those contestants From overseas (laughs) 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 Because I have been In this country single And you know <laughs> I mean
2: that's the problem is because these men yeah. are
1: here truly, oh. truly. <laughs> oh my
2: goodness. Justice.
0: But I just love it, like um, you know there's so much pressure to be in a relationship mm. and and we're always um, you know, we see people always trying to chase it and they feel like you need someone else to complete you mm. and or to validate you, validate you validate know, you all those and, things. And you know, there's a lot of individuals that I really look up to and I've had mentors that like taught me like um if you're not content in your singleness and who you are no one someone that comes to you they're not gonna ever complete you and so so when you are content and someone does come to you they're only gonna compliment you and that's it yeah and so the king that's (laughs) that's waiting on the sidelines when, he, when he's you. ready he's gonna come and treat you like a queen and
1: God bless you child. God bless you <laughs> Amen Me and Lani Amen.
0: will be praying every night I know
1: because I always thought it was gonna be The Rock and then he got married and I was like oh my gosh it's not The Rock
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's a sad thing, it's a sad thing. <laughs>
0: Uh, he, he, he won't have any time for you because that guy. Yeah, for he, real. He is, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> love you, The Rock. Love you, Uncle. Yeah. Love you. Um, available for your next series. I can play your wife. I'll play your wife. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But do you have
2: a? You don't have a list because some some people have have lists like this is what I, this is what I require. This is how they should be. This is what
1: how are your green
0: do. flags and your
1: red flags? Oh, great, great question. Um, have to be from overseas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first of all, overseas. Um, well, okay, okay. I'm like, gosh, we are getting personal. i like, wow, you <laughs> you just have this away. You have to. No, Well, well have to I yet. tell you what, I tell you what, and this is why some of my Baalangi girlfriends have said, this is why you're single. Because you know, I've only dated Pacific Island men my whole life.
2: Red flag. <laughs> is it red Oh, come on. Come on, to me, Like, can not be a red flag. <laughs>
1: That's just the tongue, isn't it? <laughs> oh! that was a joke. I was like the red flag, the red flag. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah. I love my Thomas. I love. I mean, mm. you know, I love my No, I was. I was We did a set together. We did a <laughs> no, no. I was jam- it was just a joke. It was just a joke, you know, you know. But um, so I wonder, I do wonder this, if maybe I should try dating outside of. I don't know maybe the Pacific, the Pacific. I Maybe I'll you know just you know, go further. I feel I don't know. I don't know. maybe yeah I, again, I don't know. Um, but red flags for me for sure, um, I can tell if someone's cruel and I know this from being with people who were cruel. And um, so I'm a little bit emotional. I'm glad I know that now because you know men can be charming, especially the cruel ones. You know, and I see right through that now. Um, so I can tell if you've got the capacity to be cruel, 100%. Uh, that's my biggest, re- I will run the opposite direction. Um, so, yes, kindness is very, very important to me.
0: Mm. Mm. Nice. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah. well you got to be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be kind. Di amor. Say the wrong eh? Sorry. That's why I like try te these. Te um, I think it's te quiero <laughs> mucho, mi amor. <laughs> charming guy. <laughs> charming
1: guy. Beautiful.
2: he's always, always on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is that a um, like, just just kind, and kind, and, and, and
1: no? I I mean those are definitely attributes. Um, but I've always. Looked at it like this, like, what I've been able to do in my single singledom is I really know myself, you know, I really know who I am, like, and I think it's been a privilege to have that time, to understand that about myself and who I am, and so I would recognise that in another, and That's I feel awesome. that whoever that is would recognise that in me too, and then, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah yeah i
0: think that's a massive encouragement like knowing who we are completely and sometimes we don't sit and just reflect and assess because we're so keen to want something and Mm. feel like we need something to complete us and i love what you're saying like if you know who you are then you can see how authentic people are and if they're not and so
1: totally totally and that's what i think um because I really don't like Tinder and things like that. I mean, I would never anyway, but I, I know a lot of people on it and I always openly discourage them because it's easy to manufacture a relationship when you both turn up at this thing saying, hey, I'm looking for a relationship. Then you're literally, you know, going to put someone into what you already decided you wanted, not necessarily being the right person for that position. That privilege, you know, because and, and I just think, yeah, people sort of decide they want a relationship before they meet the person they should have a relationship with.
0: Oh
2: wow! <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta talk show. My goodness, talk show. you didn't talk to, ah. to someone. Some, you didn't talk to someone. My, 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 some my girlfriend's like, in terms of like, because well, yeah. it's gonna get cancelled. <laughs>
0: Your wife's friends are gonna hate you now, whatever you're gonna say.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't, yeah. But yeah, you want to be scared, you're, be you're being honest. And, and you're kind of, but it is, I think that I know some people who've, uh, who have lists and, and say this yeah. and this, I want this and that. But you're right, in terms of now, they may have this specific list for this individual. Um, but in terms of are they the right person for that person, you know, people like okay, you yeah, have this list. And then the person might go, Oh no, well, that, you, don't meet my, you don't meet the requirements. You don't meet my list. And so, we get so caught up with this. This is who I want, and all that. Without kind of looking at ourselves as, hey, I need mm-hmm. to, I need to be comfortable and content with who I am. And I love the, I love everything you said tonight in terms of, oh, um, in terms of uh, manhood, uh, singlehood, uh, and also sonship, and all that kind of. You know, your, your son and so forth, and, and also the, uh, in terms of us as as a people. I love it. Uh, it's, it's been very, very refreshing. Because I, I, you know, what, uh, to be honest, all honesty, to be oh, I don't, uh, you know, maybe it's just I'm not not judging you, but I never, I ne- never I didn't get to you know, on TV. You're you're this person, you're, you're this individual, but I thought, wow, but I never thought, wow, you you were this kind of you know just, in, in a good in a, in a good sense. You're a real deep, deep thinker. You come with a lot of a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience. It's refreshing to, to oh, sit with the actual person, thank you. Thank you so with, with much. yourself. I said, "Wow, man, this is yeah." You you obviously you're a celebrity, but you're just a person, and and you come with all this wealth of experience. And it's not just because you you and you must meet people, other actors, other celebrities, and get to meet them. You're so excited to see them, and they're quite shallow. You know, this is not, this is not the person I expected to be, but you're the total opposite. Yeah, mm-hmm. you come with a lot of depth and a lot of wisdom, and so this it's been quite refreshing and. <laughs> Amazing, I really amazing. want you to do like
0: Talanoa <laughs> <laughs> with or something like that because well,
1: maybe we can, you know, yeah,
0: let's go, be. To be, It's yeah. so refreshing for our, our people, like oh, it's counter cultural to what we're hearing now, yeah. And so, you imagine if we've got this different voice that's speaking um, straight to Illinois and then giving um, our young these tools that um, are traditional and yet still relevant for today you imagine that it would be so powerful oh, like i'm really you. encouraged like oh my oh, god
1: thank you so much yeah. and, and and i really truly take my head off to you guys for facilitating this resource for your audience for our people um that's why when you asked me and i'd seen all the people that have come on it um thank you because if you're not doing it the, these kind of things don't happen and these, these conversations are so vital in this day and age and when I started out, you know, I used to do talkback radio for Pacific Island Girls because there was nothing and, and that's what I see you guys are doing here. You know, our men have always needed a voice. You know, I think one of the things what's great about what's happening now is we do understand that men need to be given the, the, the spaces in order to feel in order to be vulnerable, in order to have the conversations that you want to have, you know, without us women in there telling you what to do. Just just being men, um, you know, so I thank you for for inviting me to this space. And, you know, I was nervous, but I've had such a great time, hey Leilani? It's like, mm-hmm. man, this is just like me and my girls get together. <laughs>
2: it is thank just, you
1: so yeah, much. Yeah, I
0: apologise because Pete's goal was probably to make you gungy, but I was like, no. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, it's just, um, but... It's just uh, yeah, just thank thank you so much for oh, thank you being thank here. You. Like we're so privileged. and I'm privileged. Uh, I'm privileged. Thank and you so much. I'm so honoured to hear the Talanoan and what you know your story and sharing little snippets of um, your journey. And um, we can only hope for the best for you. And we'll you know you got brothers here now that will pray thank from you. the south side in terms of um, what's next for you and all your future projects and. You can go rewrite that project. you got to put in two extra Polynesian well, men into... Oh, I'm thinking actually. But nah, yeah, I just... For father of a, a daughter, Pasifika daughter, that's trying to navigate um, this world, um, I always feel privileged when I hear strong wahine, um, like leading the way. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, and so I always think. Hopefully, my daughter gets to watch this, but look up to um, pillars like you.
2: And so, thank you so much. So oh my
1: goodness, thank you, thank <laughs> you so much, thank you.
2: Yeah. Oh, it has been. It's been a real privilege and a pleasure, too. It has been. Uh, just everything you said. Obviously, we, we, in terms of In agreement, I uh, like what you said, and it's all, all on point. And in the, and the courage to say it. I think yeah. obviously people, obviously people, and we just can't help. Other people are going to have different thoughts, different uh, mm. uh, viewpoints and opinions, and you, yeah, you, you're probably going to get the the trolls and all that kind of stuff. And you, and you, you sort of, you go, oh, and the, I love it that you just kind of like a what off a duck's back.
1: Sometimes I clap back. I've, I've really got to get out of
2: there. the
1: worst <laughs> ones are the ones
0: that comment and they ha- have no followers or they got um they're using fake profile pics, and I was like ah. But these guys have banned me from our social media because I'm that guy, okay, oh, where do you live? Meet me over (laughs) here and I'll say some stupid stuff. Oh, I get it, I
1: get it. The ones that really freak me out are the ones that are there like with their kids in the profile picture and I'm like looking at them. They look like really nice ladies and then you go to their page and they're like, got all these inspirational quotes and then I'm looking at what they wrote and I'm going,
2: but mismatch, eh? Hey, mismatch.
1: Hey, you know, yeah, but you know, it is what yeah. it is. So again, thank you. And I, I do get nervous because of I know that, you know, even when I do not try, I get a lot of, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of, um, I don't know what you'd call it, um, reaction. Yeah, yeah, but that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, that's
2: cool. But but I do have one one more question. Yes. Um, to uh, in terms of your son, obviously he's in his thirties now. Mm. What's the hope? What's the hope? Obviously, oh, you've this. Thank you. Yeah, what's the hope for mm. for him as as a as a man as, as being a man now, and just what are you endeavor for him to to do and and, and to see him in terms of uh, being his best version of who mm. he is as, as a man? What's the hope for you as a mother?
1: Yeah, thank you. All any parent wants. Well, yeah, yeah, and I'm the same as any parent. Is we just want our children to be happy and Healthy and whatever that looks like for him is what I want.
0: That's awesome.
2: Maro, Maro, Maro. Love you, so thank you. Tell you what, because I know you're pressed for time, I know you've you got to go somewhere else as well. Got some events to attend. If
1: I make it, <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, if you make it, but no, it has been like I said. I think all the best with your future endeavors oh and the, and the projects. You.
1: Likewise, yeah, just keep doing what you do, yeah. thank it's you so really much. important.
2: And shout out to Lani as well. Thank you yes, Lani for, for, for joining us uh, this evening. And so, our podcast chaplain. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, but uh, every guest that comes on, we always give them, we always give them a gift. Uh, oh. And so we always give them a caricature or cartoon of how we envision them to be. And so on behalf of the mandate team, on behalf of Charles, Brad and myself, this is for you.
1: Oh wow, I wasn't expecting anything. Oh wow. Oh my goodness, guys.
0: Well, you you got to look at it? First. I saw it.
1: Wow. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, wow. That's beautiful. It, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's going to go up in my house.
2: Oh, no, thank you. Wow, thank you for Thank um, you. Thank you for your time. Man. We know know you're very you're very busy. Uh, but thank you for making time for us. We oh, really appreciate my
1: it. My pleasure, truly. This has been awesome. This oh, has been awesome, so so awesome. Awesome.
2: Uh, but we do. Have, um, we always ask our, our guests. Uh, is there anyone in particular? Anyone you can think of from the top of your head? That do you think that would be ideal to come on the podcast? That it would be brilliant to come on to have a conversation with Delanoa.
1: Well, of course, I'm going to say Oscar. <laughs> 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 he just won the Legend of Television Award, so yeah. he, he's got a lot to come. You know, speak yeah. about. Um, cool. He's been incredible. You know. Oh, cool. So, awesome. we'll reach out yeah, oh, you, We'll hit them up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put in a good word. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, to
2: Willa. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we always give our, our guests the last words of encouragement. <gasps> oh, my goodness. To our men, to anyone who's listening, to our viewers, any words of encouragement?
1: Oh, yeah. You know what, everybody? Just love yourself. Love yourself as much as you possibly can. You know, I, I, I really believe that is the key to the to the world to, to world peace What you know just love yourself love yourself and then love everyone around you and that's all you actually need to do that's all any of us actually need to do
2: thank you once again to Wheeler Blakely you. Um, so please don't forget to like and subscribe and to comment we look forward to your wealth and all comments and as usual also, refine unlock and take, take charge, charge. band